you know, I want to be your one. I want to be the one person who encourages you to leave the past behind. I know what it's like to be tethered to pain, to have these things that have happened to you keep you bound. And you're searching for someone to encourage you to deal with it, encourage you to embrace your power, encourage you to let it go. And I want to be your one. That is the reason why Unstoppable 2022 is being brought to you so that you can know someone believes in you and wants to help you move forward. Now let's get into it. For the longest time, I secretly wanted more. I often found myself shrinking to fit in, settling for what was comfortable, and even selling myself short. Once I finally accepted that we deserve success and we are blessed with the power to achieve it, I stopped playing small. I'm serious about building a life I love, and you should be too. I'm Denise Taylor of DeniseTaylor.live and welcome to Embrace Your Power. I help women prioritize themselves, their success, and their happiness. Now let's meet this week's achiever whose story will inspire you to embrace your power and go. Well, hello there. It's Denise Taylor here. And you know, I am always excited to have you join me each and every week right here on Embrace Your Power. This is the place where you can count on me to always encourage you to build a life that you love. And even more than that, I believe that God has not given us fear. He's given us power. And when we embrace our power, we can be, do, have, and achieve anything we want. Now, I believe you will be divinely inspired to go for the things that draw you to purpose. But one of the interesting things about purpose is it's not just what you do, it's who you become. And so I want you to know that you can always count on me each and every week to be that cheerleader for you, the one who wants to see you build a life that you love. Now, whether you're watching me on YouTube or maybe you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I want you to know this connection is valuable to me. So if you haven't taken time to subscribe, go ahead and do that now. So this always shows up in your weekly lineup and we stay connected. And even more than that, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know how everything that's happening here is encouraging you. So if you haven't left a review, or a rating, do that for me now. That's always a treat for me to know this is valuable for you. Now we are in the unstoppable season and I have to tell you, I am so excited. I'm excited about the women who have agreed to partner with me and be a part of Unstoppable 2022. Unstoppable is focused on helping us discover and fully accept that what happened to us did not ruin us. And this time around, we have some major topics that many of us have experienced. And even more, many of us are holding on to the residual pain, shame, and condemnation that surround those circumstances. We are going to be talking about miscarriage. We're going to be talking about abuse. And we're going to be talking about abortion. And I want you to know, 
that the statistics say many of us have experienced these circumstances. In fact, some of us have experienced them all. I want this experience, this event, this live virtual event to be a lifeline for you to leave the past behind. The thing about it is you get rid of your past by making a future of it, allowing yourself to focus on the best days that lie ahead. Now, from my own experience, my own experience with childhood molestation and sexual assault, I want you to know I have had to walk this journey. And I do realize that it is one that requires a huge amount of courage. But I also know what it's like to nurse those secret pains, to keep it all within yourself and try to act as if it's not bothering you. When the reality is, it does. It often makes us suppress our past, suppress things both good and bad about our past. We just can't remember. It often makes us weary of relationships and we show up where we're always waiting for the shoe to drop. It often makes us distrust people around us because we're so fearful of what they may do to us. And it often makes us play small holding back parts of ourselves and not allowing ourselves to really show up fully in the power that God has created us with. I want you to know that I believe that you can persevere. I believe that you can overcome the shame, the condemnation, and even the pain associated with what happened. When we talk about abuse, it comes in so many different Forms. There are so many forms of abuse, but all of them end with us in a place doubting our value, doubting our self-worth, doubting what we bring to the table because of what has happened. What happened at the hands of those we trusted, what happened at the hands of those we love, what happened at the hands of those that we believe should have had our best interests at heart. Forgiveness is a part of the journey, but even more than just forgiving, we have to release ourselves to move forward. One of the interesting things that became true for me is as I took the healing journey, as I allowed myself to navigate and let go of the pain, I realized that I was holding on to it. It was not holding on to me. And that revelation, that revelation alone allows me to know there is the opportunity for each and every one of us to be free. Now, I'm excited about my conversation with NECA today. And as she begins to share about her own experience and now how she serves others, I have to tell you, I am so excited because it lets me know that God has strategically architected a team who is going to allow us to get free. And so I want you to listen to my incredible conversation and I'll see you on the other side. 
So I am so excited to have NECA join me today and get an opportunity to talk a little bit about her persevering experience getting beyond abuse. Now, when I met her, she was in the midst of graduating from a program. And when she did the introduction of herself and started talking about the ways that she showed up and served, I knew immediately I wanted to connect with her really for Unstoppable. I felt like there was a message in her heart and in her experience that could make a phenomenal difference to women. And I really want to thank you for trusting me in this process. And I cannot wait for people to really get a chance to hear your story, hear how you serve, and then just really be wowed by all that you do. So before we jump into it, do me a favor and introduce yourself. Sure, absolutely. Um, first, I wanted to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of what God is doing, this great work God is doing uh, through you in, in your community. Um, so just being a part of Unstoppable is such an honor for me. And um, uh, yeah, my name is NECA and I am the creator and founder of Reshape the Soul. I have uh, a passion for helping women get out of stuck places. Um stopping the repeated self-sabotage that they've created with patterns from abuse, trauma, any negative events that cause them to create these new um, systems for safety. But now those safety systems are no longer working for them. They're actually creating prisons for themselves. So that is who I am and what I do. I, I love helping women discover that they first have a created pattern and then the ways that they need to break free from that. You know, it's interesting that you describe it that way because that's exactly how I view boundaries. I think boundaries, they have a lifespan and they should be in place for the duration of our healing. But if we hold on to some boundaries for too long, we do imprison ourselves. And I believe there's a necessity for them. And so to hear you describe that and how we should begin to evolve beyond those frameworks that we have set up for ourselves for all the right reasons, right? To kind of protect our heart, to protect our journey, but we do have to grow and graduate from that. And so I love that perspective that you call out and how you serve right there. Now, when we think about, or when you think about your experience with abuse, for as much as you're comfortable sharing, give us some insight into how this became personal for you. Sure. Um, for me, unfortunately, um, I have a history of abuse. The abuse started very early in my life. Um, it started with sexual abuse. Uh, and then it was also physical abuse by uh, someone that was supposed to be the caretaker uh, of, of me. And so when it starts that early, um, you are impacted in your personality. And what we often don't realize is that trauma actually reshapes our brains. And so once I realized that what drove me is to, to really start to study it is wanting to get free from my own pain. Like I was, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. I knew there was something that was holding me back. And even once I started to discover, okay, these are 
this is personal. This is impacting my personality. This is impacting the way I feel about who I am and who I've created to be. That was just an awakening, right? That's just the beginning because you still have to understand what you need to do. What are the steps you need to take to really kind of unpack that and unfold that? And what happened with me is that God allowed me to feel that pain. He allowed me to recognize that pain and then start peeling it back like an onion, right? Layer by layer, layer by layer, just revealing that, okay, I didn't design you that way. You think that you are supposed to behave in that way, but I didn't design you that way. What happened to you impacted you. And I love when you say what happened to you didn't ruin you, right? Because God, all we always have the opportunity to unpack that and then create some new patterns and strategies around reaching the, the or becoming the person that God really created us to be. So it started with me recognizing my own pain and wanting to be free from that. Um, from there, I began to, you know, kind of walk this journey where it was like, okay, I can't, I cannot continue to function like this because I realized, let's be frank, it's beneath me. <laughs> this is not what my father did. This is not what my father created. Um, so I need to find out what I need to do to fix this. Yeah. Powerful. Um, it, it's so amazing to me because oftentimes we take those experience on experiences on as cloaks of disgrace. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately, it does erode aspects of who we are, what we think about ourselves. It erodes so much. And you're right. It begins to just really shape so much of how you see yourself, what you think is possible for you, um, especially when it happens early on, because my abuse, too, happened early on. Um, I always liken it to these secret pains you have. And because of how they make you feel about yourself, sometimes we're not willing to be honest about what happened. Um, and we develop this sense of shame and condemnation around those experiences that make us play lower than we were really created to thrive at. And so I'm just glad that I was able to take a journey to really do the work to find the power of my identity um, and begin to truly realize that what happened did not ruin me. And I'm glad that you did too, because this is a space that you now have been encouraged to serve others in. And it's so funny to me because a lot of times folks don't want to talk about it, but the statistics tell us that you and I are not alone. Right. And when I start looking at the numbers, and if you just think about going out with a group of your good girlfriends, right, there may be anywhere from eight to 10 of you present. And the statistics say that two to three of you at the table at the table of this great brunch that you may be having on a mm -hmm. Saturday morning with your mimosas have had these abusive experiences that happen to them as children. And I think we've got to get to the point where we're really 
willing to show up and talk about what happened because the reality is a lot of uh, there's a lot of us who are nursing this pain and it tethers us and allows us only a certain degree of uh, range of motion, if you will, yes. um, because we come back. I always say they were my secret blues. They were the blues I nursed when I was by myself, when I laid in the bed or I was in the car alone or I was in the shower. They're, they're the thoughts that come up in my mind that talks about or, or that reminds me of the experience. And so I'm going to just quiet down and let you have a response to all of that because I can empathize with everything you talked about. You know what? So much of what you just said is, is so on point because it is part of our secret shame and part of our secret blues. And, and honestly, I will say that it didn't break open for me until my freshman year of college. I was asked, we were, I was in a class of over 600 people. And they wanted us to write a paper on how we became the sexual being that we were, you know, at that point. And because I was a number, they didn't want us to put our, our names on the paper or anything like that. But because I was a number, I felt free to just freely speak on how I got to that very point, that very day. And what I didn't realize is that those hidden blues and those that secret shame felt like it had there was it was safe to come out. Mm -hmm. And so it started to walk out of this door that I didn't eat. I had honestly pushed down in back into the recesses of my mind and had not even acknowledged. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, this the abuse started at age seven or eight. I am now, what, eight, 18, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. So there was 12 years of not even addressing it for myself. We're not even talking about counseling or anything like that. And so what the important point I'm trying to make there is that when we don't recognize the, the shame and the guilt that we feel, and we actually try to just push it down because we don't want to deal with that pain. The memory of it is so horrible. Mm -hmm. Then we actually are absorbing it. I heard somebody once say, you know, you really don't, emotions don't get uh, pressed down. They're going to come out somewhere, you know, it will be released. And so it begins to be released in our behavior. It's released in what we think about ourselves. Ultimately, we don't feel worthy enough. We don't feel good enough. I used to tell people, I feel like I could back out of a room and no one would know I was gone. Mm. That's how diminished I had, uh, the diminished view I had of myself from this hidden shame that I had repressed all of these years. So it came out, right? It came out in the places that, uh, showed my self-worth, my self-identity. Um, I didn't know who I was. So if you're, if what you did and what you look like look good enough to me, I thought, well, I should, maybe I should fit in and try to be like that, you know? And so really acknowledging that we have this pain and where it comes from also will help us to get on that road, you know, to really begin to get the healing that we need and start to release some of the things that we know are not of our original personality. And the way we get to know that is really by understanding, you know, what does God say about us? 
What does he believe about us? How did, what did he do when he created us? Um, and so that's what I had to do. That was the first place I started. And I wanted women to know and understand because once I started to feel his love, I was like, like, God is such a loving father. Like I actually am his daughter. I belong to him. And mind you, I was quote unquote saved since I was very young. I knew God had called me out from a very young age. But even with that, I felt ostracized and alone and, you know, dealt with depression and, you know, all of these things because of the things that happened to me starting early on. And creating patterns where it even introduced abuse later in my adult life. Listen, hearing you share, I just thank God that he illuminated your light and said, reach out to NECA. Um, I didn't know all of that was behind the connection. You are going to be a powerhouse message with unstoppable because there are so many of us who can relate to every sentence you just said. I thank you for giving it a voice. I thank you for giving it confidence. I thank you for showing up and being willing to take on everything that comes with lifting your voice in this space because it's not an easy thing to do. Um, I get messages from family members like, why are you telling all your business? And I get messages from people who have care and concern. But I also know what it is to just be stuck and nursing that pain and dealing with everything that you talked about. So I think it's foolish of me to ask why Unstoppable resonated with you. I think you've answered that already. I guess the question I would follow up with is what made you say yes? What made you say yes to being a part? I just want, I want to be a part of getting that word out that we can be, and we have a, we have access to a life of abundance, regardless of what happened to us. Mm -hmm. And because it happened to us sometimes, that is the catalyst for the life that God is driving you to. Because I, it was really be, uh, uh, learning to flip the thing, right? This is really one of those cases of God saying, they meant it for evil, but I'm gonna take it and use it for good. This is one of those re instances where God says, everything that happened, all of it is going to work out for your good. And I want women to know that they have access to that. And so I said yes, because I was like, absolutely. I could not, I couldn't imagine not being a part of once invited, not being a part of something that's going to push this movement, because that's what I believe it is. I believe God is raising up uh, women and men to talk about the issues, uncover this stuff, unpack it. Let's talk about it scientifically, biologically, spiritually. Let's talk about all the ways that that kind of trauma can hold you back in life and create these walls, right? Or, or, or help you erect walls, right? One of the things my pastor said is, you know, remember the devil can't make you do anything, but he can definitely influence you to do it. And I wrote a note down in my notebook. I was like, wow. He can't make me do it. He can just convince me to do it to myself. 
And so I'm just like, you know what? I want to be a part of the movement where we start to really talk about these things. And like you, I have been told, oh, you probably shouldn't say trauma. You probably shouldn't package it like that. And and respectfully, I understand where that kind of um, advice was coming from. But something in my spirit wouldn't settle with that because I felt it was a move of God. Mm -hmm. God was like, no, we're not going to euphemize this. We're not going to put pretty words on this. We're going to talk about what it is because this is what is keeping us stuck, not really confronting it, not really talking about it. So I'm I'm absolutely honored to be a part of Unstoppable. Well, I hope everybody listens in because you have so much in store. And I know that we are going to be able to help get people free. I'm so glad that God convinced me to just go after helping and serving and being available to throw that lifeline to those who are ready to move forward, much in the same way that he convinced you. And I'm so honored that you are a part of this and we are going to do some amazing work on yes. November the 15th. Yes. Join me live that night. So thanks for checking in with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I cannot wait. Here's the interesting thing about Unstoppable 2022. There is a lifeline in it for many of us. You see, we're floating along. We're going through life. We are even experiencing some success. But deep within us, we know we are holding back because of what has happened. We have had an experience, a circumstance, a decision, even a choice that has now made us feel shame. And I want you to know that that is not God's best for you. I want you to know that you can let go of it and you can move forward. You see, the more that I work with women, the more that I show up to help women truly build a life that they love, it's the more that I begin to realize that many of us have something standing in the way. And until we deal with that, until we confront it, our ability to be successful will be limited. We have to be willing to confront it if we are going to conquer it. And so when we talk about this season's topics, miscarriage, abuse, and abortion, many of us are standing there behind the line that we have drawn in the sand, refusing to deal with the pain. I want you to know Unstoppable 2022 is designed to help you let it go. It is time to leave the past behind. And I am so glad that Demetrius and Neca and Latoya are showing up to lift their voice and be the lifeline that will help us move forward. Now, you have to take advantage of this by registering and getting your ticket because the nature of what we're going to be talking about really meant that we needed a safe place, a safe place where we could show up being authentic and true about what really happened until we are willing to face it. 
it is going to keep us bound. And so I want you to really consider being a part of Unstoppable 2022 because it is truly time to move forward. This event will take place November the 14th through the 16th. It's a virtual event, which means that you can join us from anywhere in the world. The lifeline that is going to be shared will help you get past the line you have drawn in the sand. And so be sure to visit my website at www.denisetaylor.live and get your ticket to take part. This choice, this decision, this experience has kept you bound long enough. It is time to embrace your power and move forward. So as I close out today, I just want to be real candid in sharing with you. When I do Unstoppable, it is without fail that someone reaches out to me and says, Denise, why are you putting all your business out there? Why are you showing up to talk about what happened to you, to talk about the childhood molestation, to talk about the sexual assault? Well, I have to tell you, I'm showing up because I know that there are other women who had the same experiences. Not only did they experience that disappointing moment, they have experienced all the pain that followed, all the inferiority that followed, all the confusion about identity that followed, everything that followed from that experience is happening silently with people all around. That is the reason why I show up telling my story and offering the unstoppable event. While I don't necessarily serve in this specific capacity, I know how much it kept me bound not dealing with what happened. I also know that when I took the journey, I discovered my power. I thought by identifying and by really dealing with it, I would be weakened, but I discovered my power. And I know many of us have our power laying dormant because we are afraid to really confront what happened. And so this is the experience that I show up, that I put my name to, that I back with all my credibility to say this will help you move forward. Letting go can be hard, but we can do hard things. Finding our courage can be hard, but we can do hard things. Identifying the pain can be hard, but we can do hard things. Forgiving others and ourselves can be hard, but we can do hard things. You see, this journey to discovering your strength and your power to overcome, it will be hard, but you can do hard things. And so I hope that you consider this my personal invitation for you to be a part of Unstoppable, because at the end of the day, I don't want you to be the same. I want you to embrace your power. I'll see you next time. 
Well, that's it, beautiful. Thank you for tuning in. Don't ever forget that you are truly blessed with life, love, and all the happiness your heart can hold. Be relentless in building a life you love without apology. I'm Denise Taylor, and you can always find me in our free Facebook community. It's Embrace Your Power, easy to find. Now be sure to rate and review this podcast and share it with a friend and make sure you subscribe so that we can stay connected each week. And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He gave us power. So be sure to always embrace your power and go.